Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville. Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Hope everyone's summer is going well. Hope you are seeing and experiencing your own weirdness in your own weird way. Uh, With me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Adam Beebe. How are you, sir? I am doing well. Thank you very much, oh, smiling sensei. I bow to you. (laughs) Well, thank you. Uh, Onagashimasu. That means, please let me learn from you. Domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. Very good. (laughs) One of my favorite songs as a kid, man. Classic Sticks. Probably the best stick song, but yeah. For sure. Uh, Yeah, definitely remember listening to that a lot. Yeah. Uh, The 45. Yes, man. My sister had that. I listened. Mm -hmm. I, I just specifically remember picking up that that cover. And seeing that um, that weird robotic-looking head, and thinking, yep. "What is going on here, man? Yeah. This is yeah, dude. this is wild." And it is a great song, but really, in so many ways, encapsulated the '80s, man. Yeah, you know, yes, yeah, very much so. With the especially that early '80s, right, where there yeah. was this huge in the in the general population. There was this huge interest and influence on Japan. Huge, yeah. Uh, and so, and it was also, you know, turning into the '80s. So there was some kind of sci-fi stuff happening still. You know, yep. there were still like the waves of of Star Wars coming in in the late yep. '70s and charging everything. Yeah, sci-fi. So you know, you had that. So like, there's the video is very strange as well, where you know he yep. he, he puts on a robot body as a disguise yes and that's the song's about about helping him escape and all of that stuff man totally 80s yeah for sure for sure for sure yeah that was uh what what a trip man and and um yeah i think that um i think that was a lot of our childhood obviously listening to the you know, especially the summertime was such a time to listen to music, and it was like I'll still I'll still hear songs from that time period and just like take me back to when I was a kid. So those are fond fond memories, you know. Absolutely, man. And speaking of uh, music and some fond memories, uh, I ha- just had the great fortune of visiting uh, and attending the uh, the concert of uh, our good friends Future Islands. Nice. This uh, this just past week here in Cincinnati. Great. And uh, opening for them was another friend's band, Lonnie Walker, uh, which is uh, and they had a uh, they just they'd been to, I guess they kind of took a pretty long hiatus, but they've reformed, got some new music that's just kick ass. Nice. And. Uh, they did really well, and the crowd really appreciated them. And then uh, Future Islands played, and the crowd was super into it, super enthusiastic. Nice, uh, which is always awesome. You know, when, yep. when you're there with the crowd, 
if they're into it, it's great. Yeah. If you're, you know, I mean, if you're in the band and the crowd is great, that's what makes it, you know, makes or breaks a show. Yeah. Is the energy from the crowd. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, in, I'm like in between because I'm, you know, I'm not with the band, but I'm you're not in the band and with the band, you know. And yeah. then, of course, you know, I'm also there in the uh, in the crowd. Uh, but it was a hell of a lot of fun. Great. And Where did they play? They played at Bogarts here in Cincinnati. Bogarts, which was a yeah. Old legendary. Oh yeah, place. man. Fuck um, yeah. I remember Bogarts. A, played Bogarts yeah, a few yeah. times, man. Yeah. 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 Um, and it was cool. And I, William told me uh, some stuff that he he had seen. He thinks that the, he thought that the uh, uh, his tour bus might be haunted. Wow. Uh, so you know he's. Got, I told him to we'll keep making observations and then come back and talk to us. Yeah, no kidding, um, man. Told me a few small stories uh, there, and so. Well, who knows? Tour buses—they see a lot of action, man, and they, yes, they do. <laughs> and they are—they are. They are um, that's a—that's t- a part of that world that a lot of people don't. You know, they—they they sort of take that part for granted. The. Yeah. The, the the inner workings of touring life, as it were, um, those buses those those buses get rented out by bands, and they are or or whoever. I mean, if you can afford a you know a bus, um, you know they they'll hire these these. Uh, most of them are through bus companies, but you know they're hired for a certain amount of time, and then they'll go on to the next client. And so there's a lot of revolving uh, turnover. A lot of excitement, a lot of energy yep. that happens on those buses. So, yeah. uh, and it's not always it's not all uh, uh, groupies and wild, uh, you know, partying yeah. all the time. In yeah. fact, you know, a lot those days that's, are gone. Those days are long gone. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, especially for you know, future islands. You know, they're all kind of uh, grown up and uh, settled down. You know, right. with you know, serious partners or or, right. or spouses. And, and yep. you know, there's got a kid, and and yeah. So you know, they're they're really they don't really do the partying anymore. Uh, although they did tell me a funny story about how uh, they went. I don't know if they're, they're. I don't think they'll mind me telling this, uh, but. Uh, they w- They were at a. a They're playing a show. In, it's like 2012 in. I think is in Europe for sure, and uh, there's a fest. And so they were. It's the day before they played. So they were just you know, young guys just out and on their own. Just the three of them, um, Garrett, Sam, and William. And they were just got you know, free drinks everywhere. So they just got. They were loaded. Yeah. And they heard that the Cure were playing. So they went over to the stage and they were had their passes with them. They're going. We're going to see how far we can get with these. Yeah, things. of course. And so they kept showing. You know, just walking around and showing like Wayne and Wayne's World. You know, yep. <laughs> that's Alice Cooper show, and yeah, they got all the way up to the stage. They were on the stage nice. while they were getting everybody loaded up and everything. Um, you know, before the band got on, and uh, uh, they were like, "Oh man, we don't have any drinks." You know, we're out of beers, and they look around and they see this cooler. <laughs> it's marked the cure and so they're like they open it up and it's just full of beers and they're like ah so they start taking beers out of the nice beer. nice <laughs> so yeah so that's great <laughs> that's that's yeah that's what you do it's like if we if they got caught guy came over to him he's like who the fuck are you uh, and he was like, we're feature islands we're playing tomorrow right right and they're like, well, get the fuck off this stage yeah 
That's that's great. So, yeah, that's so awesome, they, man. I told him if they ever play for the Cure, they have to get me there. And, oh yeah. Uh, but you know, he said, but <laughs> they may never play for the Cure because you know Future Islands of those jerks that drink all their beer. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Hey, we got a great guest today, and uh, we're so happy to have our friend Sammy Joe come on. She had some great stories. She has an interesting life, and we're so happy that she was able to uh, spend some time with us. Yes, indeed. So, Sammy Joe's uh, joining us from uh, Nebraska. Again, another Nebraskan there where the corn is high as the elephant's eye. Um, It's it's Sammy Joe. And (laughs) thank you for joining us, Sammy Joe. What's your weird story? My weird story stems from aliens and multiple of them, honestly. Oh. So there's there's a few. Uh, yeah, super phobic of them. Like people who want to see aliens, y'all are crazy. That is never my jam uh, up until I suppose December. December was when this last one occurred. But okay. absolutely raised within a family of people who are not about the alien life. Like mm-hmm. I'm not visiting Roswell anytime. New Mexico is weird as shit. If you have ever drove through there, like is just creepy yeah. at night. Yeah. Um, my husband and I go to Tucson every single year uh, to get crystals, and of course, oh wow, I'm from Nebraska, so we are driving through New Mexico always at night. It's an 18 and a half hour drive from here to there. And we try to do it in like one stint, which we should learn at some point in our life. But clearly we're slow learners. That's a long one. I don't know if y'all have drove through like New Mexico, but there's a stint of road before you get to Albuquerque where there's not a whole lot of stops. Yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, there's not a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. There's (laughs) nothing, right? Yep. Well, I have to go to the bathroom at one of those stops. So he's like, well, listen, there's like literally nothing for the next like 70 miles. So I'm just going to pull over on the side of the road. This is fine. I'm from Nebraska. This isn't new. This is totally fine. Sure. So we get out of the car, go to the bathroom, you know, and I'm looking around and I have this instant panic attack of like, where would I even run if something did happen? Like, there's not even tall cactus that I could hide under. There's nothing out here. And then I start looking around, you know, and there's weird lights and nonsense up in the sky, too. And I'm like, ah, I cannot even deal with my life right now. <laughs> so, well, I was... you know, it's a good thing that you're already over on the side of the road using the restroom, you know, because, Absolutely. you know, you, if you, you know, from the sounds of it, um, before this experience, had you seen these things in the sky, you probably... Uh, would have pissed your pants. So, one hundred percent would have needed to utilize my child's diaper bag utensils. <laughs> there you go. For there you sure. Go. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but that I would say that one was like a pretty mundane one. Uh, that was pretty light compared to what happened in uh, December of this year, though. But even pre that, I can remember. You know, my great grandmother was all about spiritual aspects. Very out there. Some people would probably call her. You know, was she a uh, shaman practitioner was she a witch who knows like she did weird stuff like throwing eggshells by her doorway to keep it protected okay no throwing cinnamon around so she was very out there but aliens was one thing she did not fool with uh and she had multiple experiences you know that she had talked about that she 100 was a believer they're real there's no way that they're not real but like you don't go outside at certain times at night 
And you also don't look out your windows up at the skies at certain times either. So Mm. like stargazing, like I think she ingrained like this limiting belief or this phobia within me at a very early age just because of her experiences with them and, you know, possibly like dead livestock, things like that, Mm -hmm. just out of the norm. Uh, And I can remember coming home from college and out of my parents' house, they live on a 9,000-acre ranch. Like, there are no houses really around them. Like, yep. the, it is dark. You can see everything. They live on the highest hill. You can see all of it. And I got up to get a glass of water in our kitchen, and I'm looking out the window, and there's all of these, like, red lights. And I literally go into full-blown panic attack. And then I hear my dad and my mom dying laughing. And my dad's like, oh, you thought it was aliens. It's just the windmills. So this, like, unfounded, uh, unfounded terror response. Like, I can relate. Just windmills. I can relate. Yes. Yeah, we have yeah, a lot yeah, out yeah. by us, man. A lot. They're a lot. so creepy if yes. you don't know what they are. Yes. Mm-hmm. It took me a while that you, now that you say that, I'm putting it together. When I, when they first started to put them up out here, I thought, is this a landing strip or something like that I just didn't see? But yeah, windmills is what they were. Yep. Just windmills. Just windmills with red lights that yep. look like, I'm trying to think, there was that movie with, I think it was Tom Cruise, with the aliens that were really large that looked very like mechanical. Yeah. Like It looked like that red light on those things. Wow. So also movies yeah. probably made me crazy too, but sure. they were just windmills. Yeah. So that was totally fine. Um, there were a couple of other experiences too that were pretty light like those. Um, but then in December, um, I live on an acreage as well. My husband works away from home a lot. So it's me and the kids quite often by ourselves and we have chickens. So we have to lock our chickens up every single night. If it gets dark, of course, I'm not going to make my kids go do it. So I have to go do it. So I walk outside and one, it's silent. And like, we have lots of animals. It's never silent. Like there's never complete silence ever. Uh, and you know how you instantly get that hair standing up everywhere yep. and you just know like one you're being watched two this is something not from here like this is a new experience that i haven't had and i forced myself to go lock the chickens up and then i instantly see like within the sky there's something right above it's too big to be just a drone like i'm not completely crazy right like i know there are drones yeah mm-hmm. they're also not massive uh, at least yeah. not the ones that i know right they're also not silent right like mm-hmm. you can hear them there is sound coming from them Um, And it shot like straight up, like literally straight up from the ground. And then it reappeared on the other side of the house. Well, did it? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did it have a discernible shape? No. All I remember is five lights. So like what I could literally see was the five lights and metallic. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so almost like when you look at not octagon because it's missing. Is it a hexagon that is like the five sided? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. No, so it's no, a it's pentagon. A pen, is that pentagon? Pentagon. Yeah. Five yes. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yes. For the devil. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> the devil. Yeah. One more fear that you could activate for me. Uh, Happy to help. But uh, metallic and silent, and then again the lights. Like they weren't uh, red lights this time, though. It was the white, like whitish blue. Okay. Uh, 
but yeah so like at that point when that happened a full-blown panic attack run to my house and then like a weirdo i'm like oh i'm gonna lock the doors Hmm. right and then i come back to my senses of like what is locking doors actually going to do like this is gonna do absolutely nothing right if this is what like i'm certain this is so i called janessa my friend who's also uh a practitioner she works with uh, mindset alignment fully believes in the aliens as well she's had a couple of her own experiences with that too um and i just told her like i'm 100 percent phobic like this is definitely a phobic response because it's crazy like nothing super terrifying has happened thus far but like i need to work the phobia aspect of this for me to even be able to deal with my shit at this point because it's all gone like all conscious logical thinking is gone at that point so she worked the phobic response for me and then was able to also discern that there was more than one uh, outside the all but one. So I think there was a total of five, if I recall correctly, when we did the muscle testing and then also the interaction, which I'll get into a little bit later because I did decide to go back outside after the phobic response was oh. completely worked as well. Um, but the one out of the five was not um, there for great reasons. So she worked a lot with the spiritual energetics of that, too, and releasing that so that we boundaried and didn't have to have that experience or interaction, abduction, whatever you would like to, you know, Yes. call that. So once that mindset alignment had happened and the boundaries had been installed, I felt a little bit better about it, decided to go outside, decided to interact Um The one thing that I really loved when I went outside, you could absolutely still see their presence, but I wasn't really open to interacting in a way where I could see them personally. So with those energetic boundaries, which is a little bit woo-woo, if you guys don't know, I'm getting into this a little bit, but I'm a certified crystal healer and shamanic earth and energy medicine practitioner. So energy boundaries are like every day, all day for me. Okay. Um, And I really, truly believe that we get to have the experiences that we choose to have and we can not have experiences that we're not going to choose to have um but once that was up you know i really wanted to ensure that we could interact in a manner that i could deal with and not fritz out my own nervous system as well i don't think even to this day i'm ready to see what they look like specifically i don't think i'm really there yet to be able to do that but fully open to communicating with them from like a telepathic level, or even if it was verbal, like I could actually hear it. But again, while the lights were still there and still presently, and I could see the four at that point, four different ones were outside. Um, they were still silent, which was so weird to me that there was still like absolutely no sound associated how, with them. How far away how far were they? they? Oh, not far. Okay. Um, I would say like you could still see the outline of the craft. Okay. So, I mean, what is that? Probably, I don't know, 40 feet. I'm not good at that, but like they're not far uh, at all. It wasn't like something that you're looking at like way up in the sky and can't even discern the shape, uh, so to speak, with that. Um, But there was still no sound. 
But when those energetic boundaries were reestablished and the releasing of the one that wasn't there, you know, that was probably there for more nefarious reasons, the sounds, though, of the animals came back then. So once those energies were cleared, then our normal animal sounds were back in full force. Uh, And that was a huge difference. Interesting. Um, Yeah. And I don't know if other people have had, have you guys had experiences with aliens as well yourselves personally? We've seen, we've seen uh, nothing. We've only seen, we've only looked and seen UFOs. We haven't seen uh, any beings or had any kind of closer contact like that. But we both have witnessed different kinds of uh, lights in the sky. And we've had a few Um, people on that have talked about their experiences. Oh, yeah. We've had some people that have had some very intense uh, experiences, both positive and negative. Yep. Mm-hmm. But one thing I was going to say that regarding the the silence with all the animals around, um, when that is occurring, that's and when that happens in nature, that means danger. That means there's a predator that is out there, and that there's and even the insects stop chirping and all of that stuff. So that makes total sense to me that they failed something uh, around, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it when they when they got rid of that negative aspect or the energy of it, um, as you described, it was released uh, and have the sound of, the, of nature started coming back. I mean that yeah that underlines that to me because like I said that's just that that's what animals know on a you know instinctive level that uh, we don't really yeah. so much. I guess we do in a way. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, we're more apt to make noise than to, right. than other yeah, than yeah, animals. Yeah. Are. If we if we were more tuned into our environment, uh, we would we would uh, be the same. Yeah. Yeah, and I I think we get pretty spoiled living in a yeah. first world country, right? Big like time. I bet you. Yeah. Also, I mean, we we because we do consider ourselves to be top of the food chain, uh, then we're not as scared to be. You know, we don't feel the imminent threat of death, you know, from something that's coming along and grabbing us and eating us, you know. But so we're going to be blah, 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 unless you feel like there's an imminent, you know, imminent fear of death coming along. Like, you know, you're like you're being stalked by an axe murderer or, you know, you're in war or something like that where, you know, you could die. Yeah. Hypersensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then you're gonna. That's when you know to like to yeah. shut your damn mouth and you know <laughs> not make any noise. Yeah. As opposed to where a normal reaction, you know, people are, what is that? Blah blah blah. Just they don't know. They can't stop. You know, thinking out loud. Yeah. In that, in those kinds of instances. Light. I think light pollution is a real problem too with humans. Oh, yeah. Human psyche. Because you have no connection. You live in a, in a city and you're you're sort of removed from. Uh, the reality of it, right? So, like, you live in Nebraska. I live in Oklahoma. I can I can walk out my front door and see the night sky pretty lit up. You know, I don't have a lot of light pollution. So, I think people in, in, in a larger city don't have, they. you know, there's not a lot of looking up at night. I don't know, unless it's airplanes. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely... Um, your story is like 
it's similar to what I've experienced. So like, I, I can see, I can see where you're coming from, you know, cause when I saw what I saw, it was silent too. Not, not a, mm-hmm. not a word, not a sound could be heard. Total yeah. silence. I think there's multiple aspects of that too. Like you think about the people who live in cities, like, yes, there is the visual aspect, right? Of they can't see the night sky to even see what's going on there. But then there's also all of the sounds of the city that doesn't stop, that doesn't have that innate wisdom that animals do to know like, Hey, shut it down, shut it all the way down, go into hiding. So I think the cities for sure are going to be more oblivious to a lot of these things going on just because they don't have any of the natural cues. to even get us to like tap in and pay attention also i mean even living in nebraska though like realistically that fight flight freeze those innate wisdoms that have kept humans alive for thousands of years at this point you know we have lost our connection to reality in that respect that there are still predators out there so we're just so slow on the uptake in my opinion too You know, would I have been cued off that something was awry if there wasn't silence around me? Probably not. Mm -hmm. Also, how many people look up when they're doing something, especially in the dark? I mean, I don't know about you, but I got a flashlight and I'm looking at my feet to make sure that I don't trip over something. I'm Mm -hmm. not I have seldom prior to these experiences ever looked up. Yeah, Uh, but it sounds like you probably also had kind of in your mind not to look up because Absolutely. of all the fear that you you had of these these almost irrational fear again 100%. You know, uh, but definitely a heightened heightened fear of them yeah so. it was like that little kid that was like let me just pull the blanket over my head and if i can't see it it's not there right sure. that was the reality that I lived in prior to December, honestly, of, you know, if I just don't look at it, then I'm good. Like, don't give it no attention and no attention will be received in return. You know, I never doubted their existence. Sure. Uh, So that's interesting to me, because normally when I know something exists, I want to see it. I want to experience it. I'm usually pretty outgoing in that aspect, but this was one of those areas that I was just definitely not down to hang out with that kind of stuff. Well, um, um, have you heard about, I don't know how much do you keep in, you know, up to date with what's going on in that world, but Dr. Greer had that uh, press conference yep. yesterday. Was it yesterday? Um, yeah, Monday. Did yeah. you watch it? Okay. I haven't gotten all the way through. Oh, my God. Yet. Isn't it crazy? It's absolutely. Yeah. We, we just did a special episode on it. Just a quick, just to talk about it, but like. Mind blowing doesn't even cover it. I don't even know where you start with it. It's so it's so much more complicated than what I was giving it credit for. Um, just it it he's he fills in a lot of gaps and stuff, and he's a controversial figure. So I I'm always skeptical about you know these things. But I was telling Adam before that like it's such a well thought out rollout of a complete. Um, synopsis of what's been happening that it's it's kind of hard for me to distance myself from that and say that it's not real. I, I just it confirms what I've seen. It confirms what Adam's seen. It confirms what so many people have been on this show have talked about. Um, yeah, what I'll find really interesting is: Do you guys think mainstream media is going to pick it up? No, and no, it's no, going to no. run with it. No, 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 they still think we're all crazy. You know, 
Yeah, and that's the thing about this the uh, the the press, uh, you know, expo or whatever this press event that he had, Doctor Greer had, is that everybody there, you know, they they didn't look or sound like you know the old tin hat people. You yeah. know, they didn't sound like they were, you know, not completely there. You know, they, some of them had definitely had trauma, and you could see that on them. Uh, the, these were mostly like, military yeah. folks, you know, people yep. with really good character and history, and it's hard to debunk that. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, we're living in very interesting times, at least, you know. Yes. I think we're just going to see more and more of it, too. And it's interesting to me, too, with, like, the media and what they are choosing to cover, right? Like, the round flying objects. Right. Like, why them? Like, why are we choosing them? And is that even actually a UFO? Or is that a man-made smoke and mirrors to keep our attention off of something else? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's... Yeah, that's where I'm at. I, I uh, and we've always said when this stuff started to come out a couple of years ago that um, when I say come out, I mean that the, the official reports from the government and things like that. But like, I was always skeptical because I'm, I'm like, why are that? Why is it now that they're deciding just to like roll this out and it's no big deal? And oh, by the way, no, no, no news organizations are even covering that. You know, it's all been swept under the rug and like. You know, nobody, I think until an actual aircraft or a body is shown to the people, they're not going to, they're, they're, you know, we're, we're going to be stuck at this sort of, uh, I don't know, the disjuncture that we're at. But anyway, um, I, digress. I don't know. I kind of wonder if some of it won't start coming out in the mainstream media just because the smoke and mirrors of the COVID experience has really started to kind of fall down too, yeah. to where people aren't as entrenched or enchanted by yeah. everything that they were being fed. Right. So, I mean, is this the next new shiny object to keep us in a fear-based response? Well, and, and that's right. You know, that's the other thing that you got to be skeptical of because when they start you know prancing that all over the 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 newspapers now we got that problem you know but the one thing that i do like that what he said dr greer in the in the press conference is he said that we as humanity we owe it to each other in order to make sure that if these technologies are available they should be available to everyone in the public because yeah. because we could solve hunger and we could solve poverty uh, and if 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 we have anything to do with that, if the if the government or somebody can get to the bottom of that and figure this out, it, it it's absolutely there. Um, that should be their priority to make sure that this happens. You know, because you know, I mean, life on this planet is getting very very crowded. <laughs> you know, just I'm talking. I'm just in every sense of the word. It's it's you know. It's it's like we can't allow each other to have a, a, their own their your own original thought without it being just totally ripped to pieces. You know, we can't we can't allow people to be themselves. We're you know we're we're meddling in other countries' business. We're you know we're being spoon fed things that aren't real. Um, and then you have things like this. And uh, which pokes a little bit of a hole in the reality that we've been fed our, li- our whole lives, you know. 
I feel like that's part of the very reason of why they're not willing to release a lot of this. I mean, does the government really want to solve world hunger? Right. Does it really want to solve financial issues? For You're everyone? right. Because if we solve that, what level or layer of control still exists? Exactly. Right? Like, I mean, I think they want the haves and the have-nots to forever be yeah. in that state of control, too. Yeah. And, I mean, this would release all of that to where what's left other than being humans together. Right. And I don't know that they necessarily want the we're all created equal and together in right. everything either. And this would really destroy that. Yep. whole system that they've created, not just around the monetary and financial system, not just around the political system, right. but even around our school systems. Like, school, it goes yeah. so deep. And I know I sound like a conspiracy theorist, which is hilarious to me at this point, but I just feel like we can't lie to ourselves anymore. When you start going down these rabbit holes, there's too much logical facts and correlations to ignore that these people are all crazy. Like, these right. aren't the crazy people that right. we, years ago, what, in the 60s, would have classified as, you know, schizophrenic, bipolar, multiple personalities. Like, they're just having mental illness. Like, it's mental illness. Yeah. I don't think we can place that on the level of people now that are coming forward. I don't think that we can say this is mental illness, mm -hmm. speaking through hallucinations and delusions. Right. And right. that's something, up until this, I don't think we've had that level of expertise in the field or the credibility within the field yeah. of the people coming forward. Thank God for technology. You know, those phones in our hands have allowed, I think in a lot of ways have allowed this to happen, you know, because you can't, you can no longer dispute mass sightings. You know, a lot of people seeing something in the sky and the phone footage to prove it. Yeah. Um, I think that's helped. I think probably get us I mean, that's a that's totally conjecture on my part but i'm just well even know. though we do have technology you know i mean it's like the the phoenix sighting you know from uh, right. what was the 90s you know um that was a huge mass sighting and so many people reported it and so many people recorded it on videotape right yet still it's denied it's you know yeah. lanterns or some parachute on fire or whatever that you know they the, the government said it was where everybody's like that's bullshit so yeah what about you know, the vegas I mean, what about the vegas sighting last week i mean what a wild story and and it's backed mm -hmm. up and cooperated by mm -hmm. police officers because they have it on their cameras and mm -hmm. then and then those those people were saying that they had the aliens in their backyard and mm -hmm. what what kind of shocked me about that was they were talking about how big they were. They're like they're huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were a couple of Australian sightings too that were mass sightings of the aliens themselves as well. That I think again with that you can't dispute it. These are right. multiple people who have no connection to this. They mm -hmm. all have recordings from different angles of the same. Like how did they fake it? And for and if they did fake it, like what's the motivator that any right. common person would go through exactly. that to fake it? You know they didn't do it to get rich quick. No. They're not submitting it to something. Right. You know to make money you're gonna get heckled and you're gonna get the opposite of whatever you think fame and fortune comes from a video of a ufo you know yeah 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 well and, and, and you know especially like the more well-known cases of people who have had like especially 
especially close encounters or third kind, fourth kind, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of those, uh, the early ones, it ruined their lives, you know, because yeah. they came forward and they talked about it. And, yep. you know, they just, it's the, the, the disbelief and the stress of like dealing with their reality being shattered where, and then trying to be, find their place back in a regular reality with everybody denying what they have been through. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then having, you know, improper medical treatment from that yes. too, dealing with them as though it was a mental illness front rather yep. than trying to work the trauma layers that were there to really figure out what did happen to them. You know, possibly had they actually had a real medical physical exam to see what happened in some of those situations, they may very well have found more evidence of what mm -hmm. that individual was talking about, but they didn't even get sure. the common, I mean, I, I hate to be like this, but like, why weren't they administered rape kits to figure out what is right. going on? Right. Like, let's actually try and collect samples and see what we have going on here but they went straight into like insane asylum style like they should be committed this is all in their head we're yeah. not going to look at it it's you know and yeah no go ahead sorry no and then just living within that trauma too yeah. where nobody really helped them free up those trauma was what i was going to close that out with yeah. you know that turmoil that comes in with that and trauma has been known to be passed down from generations too so if any of our ancestors or ancestral lines have experienced this we could very well be holding that in our own epigenetics and dna as well yeah. that is carrying it down of you know this is a shame-based thing like we're not going to talk about this because it's shameful yep. we're going to be shamed and humiliated if we bring it up or if we yep. even experience it ourselves yeah which is why we do this podcast so we can give people the platform to share their stories that they don't normally share. Uh, originally, we've expanded now. We just like good stories, but you know, and good conversation. Originally, it started to to give people the platform to share the stories that they don't normally share because people would look at them side eyed because it might change people's opinions of them if you know they are not open yeah. to experiences like these yeah. or had experiences like these or anything. And it doesn't matter if it's, you know, I mean, Barry had stories that I'd never heard of and, you know, and, and, and we've literally, you know, known each other all of our lives and we've been through all different kinds of phases of life and things that have happened, you know, and yet he was still very hesitant to share that with me. And, uh, you know, that's simply because it's we're you know it's it's an ingrained it's in weird. us yeah in, in us especially yeah. being midwestern you don't talk about things you yeah. don't talk about the weird things that you can't explain you're just like you oh well and just let it go and you just you know you don't talk about it but that's part of you know the trauma of it is if you got to talk about things that happen to you uh, whether it's seeing. Uh, ghost or Sasquatch or UFOs or yeah. anything yeah. that is, you know, that can be create, you know, a, a stressor or trauma to you. You've got to talk about that to be able to release and, you know, get past some of that stuff. It's like the perfect, uh, get you know, guys, because, you, you know, it's like got that built in stigma about it. So who's going to tell their story about, you know, being probed and all this stuff because of the ridicule? 
And so it just helps these operations, you know, continue Mm -hmm. uh, to to happen. And um, if you believe what Dr. Greer is saying, he's saying that the majority of what we're seeing is reverse engineered aircraft that we've we've taken from actual alien aircraft that we have in our possession. We've reverse engineered it and now we're using it for false flag operations, which is kind of, you know, kind of gets to our point here, what we're talking about. But one of the guys that was on the uh, stage talking about his, he had a, he was abducted and he said clearly it was a human being that was doing it. He said, I saw her face. It was a military person, um, a female military person. Um, you know, so then that just kind of, there's another layer there of, uh, you know, weirdness. I don't know. But I love talking about it, uh, and I could do it all day. But I do want to ask you about um, some of your the healing stuff, your crystal stuff. Like, so you guys go out to Arizona or uh, right Tucson to get crystals. Yep. So what are you getting? Quartz and something like what? Let's talk about that a little bit. What what is that sure. all about? So Tucson actually holds the world's largest gem and mineral show. So they do it once a year and there are people who come in from all over the world. Okay. So, uh, crystals from everywhere, literally all of the new finds, things like that, all of the old stock, the old stuff that okay. you know, collectors have never released either. Uh, so all of that, like if you're into crystals, that's the place to be. Okay. Uh, it's held in January of every year as well uh so that's what we go down there for is for the new stuff see what new stuffs are coming in uh i bring back a lot for clients but also in my own healing practice as well i work a lot with the chakra systems okay okay do you do the crystal layout thing i do okay because i've had that i've had that done and i can attest to it it's wild it is yeah it's amazing uh, and when we're getting into this with aliens, too, like the phobia is held within. I don't know if you've heard about the first transpersonal chakra, but essentially there are chakra systems that we have that are external to our physical body, okay. which is where our belief systems are held. So it's uh, one foot above your head is where that first transpersonal is. Wow. Okay. This is where a lot of people, like if they have, because, you know, we have really traumatic events, like alien abduction would be one of those. We can repress a lot of our memories that come through. However, we're still going to live out the trauma of that, even if we repress the memories. But I've worked with quite a few people bringing back the memory okay. uh, portion of it and also releasing the traumas at the same time. And that is all about that first transpersonal chakra work and really releasing those phobic belief systems to be able to get to truth and so, reality. So is that something where you'll like you'll have somebody come in and you'll sort of like you'll place these crystals around them? Like, how does that work? What, what, what's the yeah, give us the rundown there on that. So I'm all about modern technology, and every single session that I do is virtual. Oh, so okay, in okay. virtual session, we, we usually connect via Zoom or via phone, talk about what you got going on, what you want to work out. And then from there, it's the crystal hailing layout from my house. You get an imagery of that, and then also talking throughout the process too so there's cognitive work that goes along with it and that's more where that energy medicine practice comes in to where we're working with the auric field like where is that entry and exit trauma wounds where are they at let's release them what else got embedded within those entry and exit wounds as well so yeah it's it's a deal like it's definitely one of those packages though where more than one is going to be necessary to release out all of those embedded traumas but also bringing 
back the repressed memories. Uh, oftentimes with repressed memories comes past life regression work that needs to come to the forefront as okay. well to figure out what else you have going on or even ancestral and lineage stuff too. Because often when we have a really severe trauma, we move into clear physical disease as well. And a lot of autoimmune issues come out of traumatic events That's interesting. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I I used to go, and the only reason why I haven't gone lately is because I haven't found a good one. to. I had my chiropractor passed away. He was such a great gentleman. He was an incredibly smart guy. And... Um, and I would go see him, and and he would adjust me, and I would always just feel like really good when I was done, you know. And that would carry me over for a couple of days. But um, I was always like, man, if you could, if you could like uh, accompany that with like um, some sort of a crystal thing, or uh, you know, some sort of other cleansing, spiritual cleansing thing, that'd be that'd be pretty powerful. I, I could uh, I could see that happening, you know. Exactly. And that's what you guys had Janessa on your show before mm -hmm. as well. And we really believe in teaching people how to do the healing themselves, yeah. how to heal themselves. We don't want them to have to rely on us or a practitioner to free up those energetics. So we actually placed a lot of it into courses as well. Okay. So when they come into that, it's called Stronger Together. But when they come into our Stronger Together membership coaching community, they meet with us three times a month in a group setting and work through any issues that they have going on uh, in real time with us. But they also gain instant access to over 17 courses. I think at this point, we've added a few. Okay. So there's over 17 courses to teach people how to like muscle test or pendulum for instance to bypass the conscious mind wow. what is what is what is you mentioned it earlier and i wrote down to make a note what is muscle test muscle testing is janessa's favorite jam but it is how you can utilize your body to get yes or no answers so literally bypassing your conscious mind to get into that subconscious to see what the truth of those layers are so for instance uh one of the ways that she does it is with the arm. So like if you press down on your arm, once you get into that flow and go through her steps to get your energies balanced to do that, your arm will stay strong when you press on it for a yes and it'll drop for a no. Uh, but it is a quick, quick way to figure out what's actually going on rather than uh, honestly talking yourself out of stuff. Cause you, uh, I don't know, maybe you guys resonate with this, but Hey, I feel really off. Something's going on. Mm. Oh, it's just me. I'm just, you know, oh, yeah. in a mood, it's not real, whatever. This bypasses that. Uh, and then once you can figure out how to bypass it and get the answers, then we have courses in there to help you release uh, those traumas, those stressors, even chronic illness. Um, all of our past Stronger Together coaching lives, you gain instant access to all of that as well. So everything from healing the mother wound to figuring out how to get a promotion is in there. Wow. So you get a lot. You get a full That's spectrum cool. of, a, of you know, really energy stuff, but also moving into energy psychology and functional medicine, which is a much more scientific approach to our energetics as well. Nice. Have you had some pretty amazing turnarounds for people? Absolutely. There are people that go from being phobic of things for their entire lives, from a stifling fear to zero phobia of that same thing within minutes. So wow. 100%. Absolutely. Phobias can be cleared within minutes. That's one of the most miraculous patterns that it's almost like a snap of a finger. Wow. Give us five minutes and that stuff will clean up real quick. Is that a... So, uh, yeah, go ahead, Adam. Sorry. I was going to say with your particular phobia, it was a... 
was there any kind of uh, a route to it? Was there any kind of experience that you had had when you were younger that basically caused you to have that phobia as a reaction to it? Yeah, so I would say that's where the ancestral energetics came in. I had personally never had an abduction experience, Mm -hmm. but I mentioned my grandmother, and it was actually her great-grandmother who had an abduction experience. Oh, wow. going quite a few generations out, and that's where it carried forward in those epigenetics and was living within my own DNA, too, of, like, my line knew we should be scared of this stuff because weird shit can happen. Yeah. Is that how you kind of got into this was through her like through. Okay. So you absolutely. Okay. Yeah. She was all about, well, here's the thing. Like I thought I was normal, honestly, until I got to college because a lot of people in the community just adored her. So like her weirdness was accepted in the community, which meant my weirdness of pendulum work, which is the same as muscle testing, but with a pendulum, that was common. Tarot cards, totally normal to go do that. Completely normal to work with your chakra systems. I didn't realize I was weird until I went to college and people were like, yo, you're a witch dog. And I'm like, I don't think that's what I'm doing. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) That's not really what I do. Like, I don't curse and hex people, but I didn't know then until then that what I had been brought up doing was weird that it was abnormal to work with energy systems. Yeah. 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 Well, my, so I, I dated a girl that was a witch and that's how I know about the crystal layout stuff because she, she did it on me, her and her, her roommate. Um, and I, they, they refused to do it to me when I was drunk. They're like, we will not, you know, I was like, Oh, come on, man, do it. Well, um, so I, they, they didn't do that, but the next day they did it and I can understand why I got so dizzy. Yeah. It was like my whole body was pulsating, humming. And I I try to explain that to people and I and and nobody gets, you know, people that have never done it don't get it, but uh if you haven't done that, you should you should you should try it because it is it's pretty bizarre. And that's withdrawal. So that means well, that, that makes you, sense. <laughs> yeah, that's 100% withdrawal yeah. if you notice like dizzy experiences yeah, coming yeah, yeah. out of it. It's All just the too much energy is weed. too different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you were hungover, like you're going to feel a whole new vibe real quick, too fast almost. Yeah. You're dehydrated. Mm-hmm. You know, water really helps us move through that too so that we don't hit that withdrawal energetics, which honestly, withdrawal can also come regression or reversion in the pattern if we're working a specific pattern. Okay. Um, I think it's also a little bit different just from the fact that from my stance and my work, like we're working a specific topic. We're not just going in and saying like, hey, your solar plexus is off. Okay, but why, right? Like, what is your relation to the solar plexus and the thing you're trying to fix? Like, are you in terrible relationships and you keep finding that chick who's just using you for money and then bounces after three months? Like, let's work that pattern and specifically where is it coming from? Is it a trauma? Is it a chronic illness? Is it an ancestral thing? Like, what do we actually have going on? And let's pluck it out at the root so that we never re-experience it. I don't like band-aiding things. I like plucking out at a root and, like, resetting that fracture and moving sure. forward with something completely new. Um, but, great. yeah, it's an amazing experience that I think people underestimate. I think crystal healing seems really woo-woo, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, how does this work? Why would it work? There's a ton of science behind it, though, that those crystals each have different frequencies yeah. to the extent right. even that, like, our phones and our computers have quartz 
and silica properties within mm-hmm. them. I right. mean, we're doing the same thing. And from crystal yeah. healing, quartz is an amplifier. Right. So, yeah. you know, if you're trying to get more of something, that's something you're going to use. Perhaps if you're trying to do less of something, that wouldn't be my recommendation right. to work with. <laughs> <laughs> they underestimated my uh, debauchery, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so do you do a radio show or you do you have a podcast or what do you do? radio show so every single wednesday at 5 p.m central time we have our radio show eyes wide open okay we talk about things like this we talk about energy medicine we talk about anything janessa has been doing a really great series uh this month and last month actually on our different like fiscal systems and a lot of the for lack of a better term fuckery that we've been sold uh within those systems she did a really great one on the medical system and also our school systems and how those were played out too sure but we also do live healings there too so tonight we actually just got done with one we did phobias releasing of phobias wow is what we were uh dove into tonight wow that's so cool that's awesome and so are you on all the the uh social media platforms and how, how could people get in touch with you guys We are. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and TikTok as well. Uh, But the best way to get in touch on all of the places to find out all of the information is just to go directly to our websites. Uh, So crystallinecurrents.com has all of that information available to people there where they can see even the Stronger Together community. There's a lot of info on like, what is crystal healing? What is shamanic earth and energy medicine? Why would I even want to do these things? So all of our links are held there. Nice. Very cool. This has been great. This is a great conversation. We appreciate you coming on. It's been enlightening. (laughs) Now, hold on. Before, did we finish what happened? Um, the, I don't know if we finished the uh, UFO. We took a hard detour. We right? did. Like, okay. we yeah, so I want to finish. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 I guess we didn't come back. I'm like, yeah, like, remember, I, I'm pulling us back onto the road. Okay, I cool. I nice drive through the country. Okay, sweet. But I'm pulling us back on the road. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. so what? Okay. what okay. The, so you got rid of the, the, uh, the negative energy and. The ambient sound started to return. So where do we go? So back outside, there's still the four UFOs that I can see in the sky, not on the ground, right? Nothing ever on the ground. Uh, Sounds start to come back to the point even that my dog decided they were no longer hiding in the garage. We're going to come hang out there with me. 100% looking up at the sky. What dogs are looking? Like, I'm not not seeing this because my dog is literally looking at the same things that I'm looking at. You know, so there was that affirmation too. like, yes, this is for sure real. I was still on the phone with Janessa, you know, and then we just opened to like communications. Like, what are you here to tell us? Like, what are we doing here? That's really where it went to a different term to where there were two that were really undecided on if they were here to they hadn't decided. Like, are we here to help? We we're not going to hinder, but like we might bounce. Like this might not be even worthwhile yeah. of trying to figure anything out here. Uh, and then there was one which was weird to me, and I didn't start diving into the uh, alien races. Have you guys dove into those at all? Like a that's little a bit easy deep thing. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, I had no idea there were so many different alien races that have been documented by different people. Uh, And to the extent that even when the messagery came down, I was glad I had a phone because I had no clue 
what that even meant. Uh, but the Lyran race was one of them that were most upfront with communication, like identified themselves of like, hey, we're from Lyra. Uh, we're definitely here to try to figure out what you guys got going on because it's not going well, it appears. Like things aren't going well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was really that internal message of really pay attention to what's going on around you. There was a hard message of something big is going to happen in June, which that's right now. We're in June. Um, I know. Crazy. So now you can be on the cliffhanger with me to yeah. be like, what is this? I got a very clear message to stay out of D.C. in June, which for my job, I often go to D.C. So oh, wow. We shall see what comes to fruition with that. But it was very, very clear of no DC in June, Damn. which is interesting. Um, what from that aspect? The Lyrans, what are they? What do they look like? Or do well, you know? Do you know? Did well, you I didn't see? see. I didn't see any of the actual alien imagery of them. But mm-hmm. when I started doing research afterwards. Lyrans is a cat race. Oh. So, or cat style looking yeah uh humanoid still Mm. but uh cat face which i've always been really into egypt and egyptian Mm -hmm. history too and i just wonder like how much of those you know statues Mm -hmm. like how much of those are that like when you look at that statue with the lion or the tiger face was that a lyran yeah alien You know, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Well, you know, I mean, I don't know necessarily if aliens built the pyramids, but I think that there's definitely been um, something going influence. on. Influence. Yeah. Of, you know, now how direct the influence was, uh, but I definitely think there was probably influence throughout our history because you see all these things that are kind of like coded within art and, and in history and in, and in stories um, you know that are basically describing it in a way that is contemporary to the time and so and of course over the generations and, and, and inter- interpretations words change meanings change things change so you know it's, maybe it's not maybe it's an angel maybe it's a UFO maybe it's uh, uh, the god uh, Bast or maybe mm-hmm. it was uh, Illyrian you know maybe uh, you know uh, the Tower of Babel was some kind of uh, space communication system right. wh- that allowed everybody on Earth to speak to each other. And, uh, you know, somebody was like, no, we can't have that because, you know, maybe it's not good for business. Yeah. So they destroyed it. I don't know. Yeah. The, but that, that just came to me. But, you the, know. The, the um, ancient po- apocalypse. What is it, Adam? Uh, uh, ancient apocalypse. Yeah. The uh, the series does a great job of, of lay- laying all of that out and in a really compelling way. As compelling as Dr. Greer's presentation on that level um, Ancient Apocalypse is a hell of a series to watch because he 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 knows his shit and he's kind of put these pieces together and he fills in the blanks, man, and it it makes sense to me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because we the only history we know is the history we've had that you know, and we yeah. we're sifting through and finding alternate histories to that are correcting our the history stories so that we understand them more yeah uh, because this as we all know the story the the, the saying is uh, history is written by the victor um so 
we are now historians are going back and they're looking at the different points of view of history and putting together a more rounded narrative than the ones that we, you know, especially in, in the United States and in, in parts of Europe, the more whitewashed uh, versions of our history, um, but particularly in the States, you know, because we want to make it pretty and everything. Uh, but, you know, we historians know that, uh, you know, the Indians weren't just happy to hear it be, help us out when we got here. And with Thanksgiving and everything, um, you know that no, that in fact that uh, when, when the Europeans first started coming to uh, the the, the uh, North America, uh, they brought disease that killed about like ninety two or like ninety eight percent of of the all of the native uh, Americans inhabitants the, the the locals, and and that's you know millions if not billions back then and of course you know we don't know about that because there wasn't record keeping um yeah. or the way they kept records was not like you know compatible to uh what what uh what how other cultures did yeah yeah history history's messy for sure yeah and it's yeah. uh but yeah, I don't know. I, I I always I look at the the pyramids, and then you look at the Sphinx, you know, and they say the the Sphinx has water deterioration, mm-hmm. and there hasn't been water in that area of the world for what ten thousand, twenty thousand years, something like that. And I think that, you know, what what what's what's under the uh, what we find in the oceans, you know, a lot of that, a lot of those ancient civilizations are underwater. Mm-hmm. So I think you know, there's a lot still to be discovered yeah. there. And yeah, a lot of parallel myths. Yep. Um, you know, parallel beliefs. If everybody's got a great big flood right. deluge type of story. Right. Right. Um, everybody's got about a, a you know a grand kingdom uh, before that was you know before the flood that was wiped out. Right. You know, and uh, right. you know everybody's got a you know, like you know whether it was Atlantis or Lemuria. Right. Or Ur or all these you know different ones. Um, yep. you know, and, and everybody's got sky gods of some sort. Um, you know, yep. it's a lot of interesting things and, you know, descriptions of some of the deities from different cultures line up with descriptions that people have experienced with, um, extraterrestrials, right. you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. like the tall whites. I mean, you right. know, those yeah. the Nordics, especially with right. the tall whites, you know, yeah. and, uh, there's, there's these, uh, what in Peru or, uh, the Mayan culture and all those, yeah, the, you know, yeah, and they, a lot of their like illustrations of what spacesuits, but they also dealt with. They had, I know that they had uh, white skinned or pale skinned, you know, beings that yeah. had visited the power and and you know of uh, you know if you go to Japan and you see the ancient um, uh, statues of, of uh, what look kind of like spacesuits, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's wild, man. Just saying. Yeah. All sorts of interesting things. Why not? Everything's possible. <laughs> yep. You know, I, I, I'm i no longer like, you know, not like you're talking about conspiracy, not to be a conspiracy person or whatever, but it's like, I mean, why not? I mean, everything that, that you know, my imagination has been challenged so many times in the past few years, and it's even wilder than what I thought. Um you know, like the truth is stranger than fiction oftentimes, 
You know, yeah. and, and that's just being compounded by science and these things that people are finding. And a lot of times these guys, these people that are doing this research have to operate on the fringes because no one else, you know, there's, there's a whole, you know, thing that they have to, uh, uh, a barrier that they have to break through, but they're constantly being proven wrong. And, you know, I know that one of the things that rubs the ancient uh, Egyptian, you know, the, the archaeologists over there is these weird other explanations. They don't like to hear that. You know, they want they, they you know, by their standards, it's, you know, Egypt is 5000 years old, 5500 years old. Those those structures were built by them and yada, yada, yada. They don't want to be challenged. And um, so I think you, you hit a brick wall there. But uh, I don't know. Well, that's, you know, I mean, a lot of that is humorous. A lot of that is we want to be the authorities and yep. uh, we want this is the this is the way we accept it. We want it that way so that it's our people that did it. You know, I mean, I understand completely sure, we're why it's, yeah. it's, you know, I mean, I, I believe that people did build it, the pyramids. I believe now what they're for or whatever, aside from, you know, coffins tombs maybe they've been something else i don't know yeah but i don't you know i don't think it's impossible for human creativity yeah to be limited yeah, at, yeah. in such ways yeah. you know i mean if you are uh if you spend all your days working on a certain you know cutting stones and building things you accumulate knowledge and you can pass right. that knowledge down to people underneath you and you know you to get better and better and better um and you can do amazing things i mean that's what we call art right these creative things that come out of us and so you know we can make amazing things uh with you know our hands yep. and by you know and with giant stones and with really big whips to uh, make slaves move stuff because we know slaves have existed forever. People have always had that kind of thing, you know, other people oppressed, you know, so that's why I tend to believe that, you know, at least the structures, the bigger structures. I'm sorry, I got hit with a yawn. My uh, coffee from earlier is just wearing out. But that's why I believe that all the the, the more larger structures are, are probably, you know, man-made. You know, again, now maybe they had some help with, with design yeah, or yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. There's just you know, so many questions. They, you know, so, we don't know yeah. exactly yeah. what the purpose is. Right, right. You know, right. Um, but, you know, we don't understand what all of the, the, the weird uh, you know, inscriptions and, you know, are there, you know, and it could be that, you know, they're telling a religious story. It could be that they're, you know, just entertaining, uh, you know, it could be instructions for something. We don't know exactly. We have an idea from the Rosetta Stone and everything, but we don't know exactly. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. So that's, I love you know, it. I mean, it's all there. I love it. Yeah. It's great. I love to bend the brain into a pretzel a little bit. awesome well i mean do you have any final words of comfort or wisdom or um anything you'd like to leave uh with the with the people of weird's world the uh our weirdsville as it were 
Sure. Well, like our radio show title is, I think it's important for all of us to keep our eyes wide open and see exactly what is going on around us and be open to possibly stretching what we previously the day before thought to be reality. Mm -hmm. Um, And if topics like this interest you or if anyone is looking for relief from perhaps their traumatic experiences or phobias created around this, definitely they can find us at crystalincurrence.com or fiercelyradiantsoul.com, and all of our links are there. We would love to help release any of those traumas or phobias that anyone has trapped, too. Nice, nice. Cool. That That's great. Awesome. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. I appreciate you yeah. both having me. Yes, it's been a lot of fun. We'll have to we'll have to talk again. I love that. Thank you. All right. Take care, Zimmy Joe. You, too. get this we call it what's your weird story right but we don't limit it to weird stories it's true sometimes we have crazy travel and epic adventure stories sometimes we do book reports and other special episodes sometimes we'll cover some weird news sometimes i'll see one of my oldest dearest friends just dancing around and punching the air for five minutes before we sit down and record an episode. But hey, it's all good because it's fun to talk to people, to make new friends, to get in touch and reacquainted with old friends and hear amazing stories. Sammy Joe, nice to talk to you. Always uh, a pleasure to have people on that have such interesting lives, and she's certainly one of those. And of course, um, I'm always into the UFO stuff, so I, uh, you know, really love those stories and getting to hear people's experiences and how that stuff happens and um, really, really cool, man. Yes, definitely a more unique take on the uh, normal UFO experience about how with her being so fearful all of her life, uh, you know, UFObic, UFOobic, UFObic, something like that. Yeah. uh, having UFObia, um, I'm gonna make that a word. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, just having that, and you know, as it turns out, with reason, because her family had had experiences. Like it was her was, was great grandmother had been abducted, and uh, you know, and she had these encounters, and it was just you know ingrained in her to fear, you know, the lights, uh, the mystery in the skies, and to be wary. And uh, absolutely, but, you know, then been able to shrug that off and uh you know open up a communication channel basically with them yeah pretty amazing it is amazing and always cool to talk about you know you know people that have these gifts and um you know the pursuit of helping other people through these gifts that they have and uh you know got to touch a little bit on on crystals and stuff like that which i think is always interesting it's an interesting topic you know to because I think it's something that a lot of people they uh, dismiss or don't really pay much, you know, attention to. So, yeah, really yeah. cool. And it's and like we said, the, we know that crystals have pow- have abilities. I shouldn't say necessarily powers, but they have abilities uh, for you know when it comes with energy and, and you know and uses with like with liquid crystals display, LCD screens. Yeah. Uh, with working in clocks and, and mechanisms and all that stuff, um, you know. So it's just you know why you know I don't know 
I, it's I don't know what it is. I guess we're just shy of, in general, kind of the woo-woo side of it, the new age, right? You know, hippie, yeah. hippie, whatever. Right. You know, when people think about crystals and people who carry crystals and and all of that. But you right. know, hey, if it makes you, if it does make you feel good, um, then you know, hey, more power to you. Right. What, not gonna hurt you know do not gonna hurt me right. uh, unless you right. throw it at me right. I guess. but yeah <laughs> yeah it's just one of those other weird things that in the yeah. world that's like you know there's there's something to it I mean you know what that is I you know it's hard to know um, but it, that's why we do these podcasts because we're always we always want to learn more and and hear what how people you know experience life and you know how they see the world and it's it's cool to be able to connect with people like that and uh, we would love to connect with you you should come yeah. on this podcast and talk to us about your weird or maybe in your eyes not so weird stories uh interesting stories whatever they are we'd love to hear them yeah anybody who's had some uh you know if you got experience with working with crystals or or knowledge, working knowledge of crystals and all of that you know, we definitely would love to learn, um, but you know, we're up for anything. We love hearing all sorts of great uh, stories of the unusual and the uh, and the bizarre, but also just the out of the ordinary, uh, which could be you know talking to aliens, or it could be Bigfoot, or it could be uh, you know touring with a rock band or being a mortician or some kind of you know like our stuntman friend from not too long ago all these different aspects of life that make life this matrix of life such an interesting place that we don't think about often and when we do it's then when we're like oh well, that's not your ordinary run of the day mill type stuff right. it may be to you the experiencer with your life you may think it's ordinary but it's not to uh, to all the ears out there in weirdsville so you know hey yeah. we would love to talk to you absolutely yeah get in touch with us you know and and as wild as some of the stuff that's happening is out there in the world uh it's always good to be able to come to a place every week and you know if anything, get some entertainment. And we've been so happy to do that. We've been lucky and fortunate to find so many great people to have these conversations with. And uh, just, you know, keep keep coming in and keep checking us out. And uh, we will keep providing. That's right. So get a hold of us. Follow us on our social medias. Um, there's, you know, there's this big thing about Twitter and Thread. Um, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, say for the show we're probably not going to be getting on thread um, we, we honestly rarely get on Twitter uh, but you know uh, we're very active on our Facebook and on Instagram those are the best places to get a hold of us or you can email us at wywspod at gmail.com um, or you know contact us through our website that's whatsyourweirdstory.com Y-E-R because we're uh, folksy uh, good old country boys <laughs> absolutely <laughs> alright well hey uh, join us next week we've got another good one we've got a very interesting uh, near death experience uh, with our guest uh, Christine so you'll definitely want to check it out very very cool absolutely 
but until then, Weirdsville, you stay cool, uh, you stay comfy, you stay safe, you be safe, and be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird. Stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.